I want to take a second to remind you to sign up for the Poso Daily Brief. It is completely free. It'll be one email that's sent to you every day. You can stop the endless scrolling trying to find out what's going on in your world. We will have this delivered directly to you totally for free. Go to humanevents.com slash Poso. Sign up today. It's called the Poso Daily Brief. Read what I read for show prep. You will not regret it. Humanevents.com slash Poso. Totally free. The Poso Daily Brief. This is what happens when the fourth turning meets fifth generation warfare. A commentator, international social media sensation, and former Navy intelligence veteran. This is Human Events with your host, Jack Posobiec. Deliver us from evil. She spent 68 million so far just on TV, and she's going to get smoked. And you and I both know it. She's not up to this. I, t- you know, I talked to De- DeSantis called me, petrified that I would. He's probably getting out of well, Who would be in the running for a vice president? Well, I can't tell you that, really. I mean, I know who it's going to be. Give us a hint. You're going to find out tonight that there's going to be a lot of Ron's lies that have happened. There are at least a couple of dozen so far that he's done. So what we're going to do is rather than have him go and tell you all these lies, you can go to DeSantisLies.com. We are going to have the largest deportation effort in the history of our country. We have no choice. You know, for her to, to single out Donald Trump on China, and look, I think he could have been tougher on him 100%. When Nikki Haley was governor of South Carolina, she was the number one governor in America for Republicans of bringing China into her state. There's a video of her on the website right in front of a Chinese flag saying that she works for them now. Peace through strength. We're not going to have to fight. So on the other with side that, With that part, being said... Okay. You always have to be prepared. I'm not going to have time for retribution. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. And, and remember this. Our ultimate retribution is success. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition, Human Events Daily. We are live in Washington, D.C. Today is January 11th, 2024, Anno Domini, a day that will live in glory. The Pulitz Patriots from all across the country gathered in Warsaw. You can see them right there. You can hear the glorious Polish national anthem playing. And we have a member of European Parliament, Dominic Tarczynski, with us. Uh, MEP Tarczynski, tell us what was it like? We understand that you were just outside freezing cold temperatures, tens of thousands, uh, hearing numbers, maybe even 100,000 that were actually there. Uh, I still haven't seen the, the official count. Tell us what was it like out there today in Warsaw? Three hundred thousand. Three hundred you're going with. Wow. Wow. 300,000. We didn't expect 300,000. We thought it was going to be about 100,000. It's freezing cold. Uh, we have snow and it, it's I, we just finished like five minutes ago. It's eight o'clock in the evening uh, and and it's really, really cold. Uh, it's, it's the middle of winter in here. So uh, 300,000 people. And there is a there is a reason for this crowd. And, and I must say, Poland is 38 million people. So when you see when you compare it with 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 U.S., uh, if that was 300,000 people, it would be like 3 million in America. 
So a huge crowd uh, from around Poland uh, arrived to Warsaw to protest against globalist decisions, uh, globalist uh, government, Tusk government, Tusk who was in charge of European Commission and now he became a Polish prime minister. Very important, I know you, Jack, mentioned it, he lost. Uh, Tusk party lost uh, election, but he convinced other parties to join him as a coalition. My party, Law and Justice, our previous government party, Law and Justice, won election. W why I'm trying to explain it? Because our system in Poland uh, is a bit different. We've got five, six or seven or um, eight sometimes parties in the parliament. And in our tradition, in our law, the party with the highest support is, uh, is creating a government. But even though we have won these elections, Tusk convinced MPs in Polish government to join him, his, his losers uh, party, and create majority in the Polish parliament. And what he did, the first thing he did, he attacked media with physical power, with physical force. He attacked um, uh, national public station, state television, with a private security company. He shut down the signal, he, cut, he, he just cut it off, and there was no news for several days in a public state media. Why? Because he didn't like the state media in, in the um, our government times for the recent for the last eight years he didn't like it so he decided to get rid of the uh, head of officials in in, um, in the state media fired all of them shut down the television radio and the national news Dominic we're, we're coming up with a quick break let me let's take a quick break here we've got a commercial coming up we need to go through sure. to understand exactly what happened people are seeing these striking images out of warsaw we need to understand why is this happening how have globalists been able to take this power in poland Ladies and gentlemen, one of the best ways that you can support us here at Human Events and the work that we do is subscribing to us on our Rumble channel. Make sure you're subscribed, you hit the notifications so you'll never miss a clip, you'll never miss a new live episode, and we're putting them out every single day of the week. When I grew up in the hood, I rolled with bloods, and then boys had a saying. You can't be listening to all that slappy whack, trimatazalitzabam ship, nippy bam bam, like human events with Jack Posobiec. All right, Jack Posobiec, back here live, human events daily. We're in Washington, D.C. We're talking about what's going on over in Warsaw, but I have to say, folks, traditional media is crumbling. And why is that? Because we know they're hiding something. They're hiding something big. People are realizing they've been lied to left and right, even by institutions they thought they could trust. But you, you've known the truth all along. You also know the time to prepare for what's coming is right now.
So you can get started by going to MyPatriotSupply.com. There you will save $200 on an essential three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Over the years, My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families prepare for emergencies. You should be next. Sealed inside ultra-durable packaging, their delicious meals last up to 25 years in storage and provide over 2,000 calories daily. Eat right when these things go wrong. This three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply, $200 in savings. You can get enough for each family member. They deserve your protection. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and, again, order by 3 p.m. today for free same-day shipping. That's right, free shipping. MyPatriotSupply.com. We've got the great Dominic Tarczynski, member of European Parliament, here with us today. He was just, he just came out from the cold and the snow and the the thousands and thousands of Polish patriots there in Warsaw. Dominic, tell us more about what it was like being there. Who did you see? What was the mood of the crowd? Well, uh, over 300,000 people. That's very important. We did not expect so many people. Uh, I had a conversation with, with, with a lady, 92-years-old lady, who well, had to drive for five hours to join us in Warsaw. Uh, you wouldn't expect 92 lady uh, traveling by bus five hours to join protests in, in the center of Europe. Uh, again, Poland is not Eastern Europe, it's in the heart of Europe, Central Europe. That's very important because many times Poland is described as Eastern Europe. We are not. But anyway, this lady told me that she couldn't stay at home because she... Uh, she suffered during the communism, and now she says, I feel like communists took over again. And she's, she's partially right, because many of uh, Donald Tusk, some of the Donald Tusk members of the government are post-communists, like, like people who, who, were, who were members of the Communist Party. They are the members of, of, of the Polish government now. And the whole rage and, and the protest is about the fact that Tusk, uh, civic platform, that's the name of the party, lost elections in Poland, but took power. Uh, very important thing is that the same day when we had election in October last year, uh, we had a referendum about mainly uh, focused on illegal migration. And even though uh, we uh, Tusk lost election, many people voted in the referendum against illegal migration. Even, even people who did not vote for our party the, uh, the, the numbers of the referendum against, uh, against illegal migration were higher than the support for our party, even though even, even uh, as, a, as a party who, who won the election. So he lost the election, he created the, um, the government, leftist government, uh, and now Poland is in, in a great risk of uh, being a puppet, basically, in the hands of the Brussels elites, leftists, as you know, my motto is be like Poland and zero, zero illegal migration. I was proud and I'm still proud that Poland had haven't had even one terrorist attack. I'm so proud of it. But it might be changed because of Tusk, who, who will do whatever he's told. And as you know, Germany, mainly Germany and the Brussels and the Brussels elites, they are very pro-migration. So migration pact was approved, <clears throat> uh, I think, three weeks ago. And they want us to spread illegal migrants across around Europe 
and they says they want the quota system again. So they want to send illegals from different parts of Europe, from Germany, from France, from Sweden, from other leftist states, states to Poland. And this is a great risk for us, for our society. Again, zero terrorist attack because of my government, our government policy might be changed again. Tusk lost referendum and still is in power. He used uh, other parties to create majority. That is why this protest today is the first protest. We're not going to stop. We're going to fight for our safety, for the safety of our families, for our Christian values, for our mothers, for our sisters. We want to make Poland and Europe great again. I hope President Trump doesn't mind. I, I, I have something in here. I'm going to put it on. Wow. This is what we want to do. This is what we want to do. Europe and this is, this, is, this is why we think President Trump, Mr. Trump, is so needed now. We need him. We really need him. We as a Europe and we as a Poland, we need this way of thinking. Common sense, safety, family support. This is why we need this man. That's why I will visit U.S. very soon and I will, I will see Polish uh, diaspora, Polish people in many cities and I will convince them and I will ask them to support Mr. Trump. And if he's on the ballot, I hope he will, uh, to vote for Mr. Trump because he is so important. He's not only inspirational, but he gives us so much strength, political strength. And uh, uh, oh my God, he's needed uh, like never before. If Poland will fall, if Poland is fallen, as some say, there is nothing in Europe left. We are the last stronghold of Christianity, of family values of normality in Europe. Hungary is doing good, but Poland by the size is so, so important for the whole geopolitical system. That is why we really count our, um, our conservative part of um, society really uh, hope that Mr. Trump will win these elections. Well, and I remember that I've, I've always actually said one of my favorite speeches that Trump ever gave was when he was in Warsaw, when he went there in 2017, right. because he talked about the underpinnings of Western civilization and how it was Warsaw. And it ties into our civilization. It ties into our heritage. It ties into our culture and it ties into our faith and having all of those things tested as Poland has been a place where all those things have been tested to make us understand what it is for which we are fighting every day. Because he, he knows what communists can do. He knows communism as a way of thinking. He knows what the leftists already did to America. And he knows if, um, if, if, if Poland would be attacked by the communists with the, the full strength, uh, the Poland will be, became another, I don't know, uh, LA, I mean, I, I'm sorry, or New York, or uh, you know, any, uh, any blue state, a blue city, as we know in America, what is going on when we see in here, in Poland, everyone is shocked. What's what's happening in in the blue cities, blue states? It's it's not the same America for us, for Central Europeans and Eastern Europeans. America was a dreamland, was a promised land, was the land of the free, and and was just a dream. 
I'm, I am sorry, but it's not a dream anymore, Jack. So uh, for, for us, great America is, is a great Europe, save Europe. Unfortunately, as you know at the moment, uh, Germany doesn't want to pay 2% for NATO. They want protection from NATO, as Mr. Trump said, but they don't want to pay 2%. We are happy to pay 3% or 35 It's not a problem at all. But for us, this relation with Mr. Trump is, is very important. I'm sorry that I'm so focused on, uh, on Mr. Trump, but I want to spread the message. And I want you, uh, American viewers, but not only American viewers, to let you know what we think, what is our the perspective on the coming months in, in America and why it is so important, not for America, America only, but for Europe and for, and for the world. And this protest, 300,000 people, is against communist way of thinking, about the communist uh, way, of, uh, way of governing. We don't want communism. You know, Poland was under the communist, uh, under the communist, uh, was occupied by the communists for nearly 70 years. We know what the communist is. I remember as a child, as a, as a small child, uh, spending a night in a queue to buy your shoes. I do remember that. I'm 44, and I, I, I do remember what a communism is. It's not something from the history. I remember, you know, I don't know what you call it, like a, a small piece of paper to, to buy a food, the rational portions. The ration uh, card, ration card. Ration cards, yeah. To, to buy, I do remember that. And... Yeah. Now Poland is number one in Europe. As you know, Poland is, has the lowest unemployment in European Union. The lowest. By the numbers, Eurostat, Poland is the safest country in European Union. When you see the subway underground in, in Poland, it's so clean and so safe. There's no rapes by illegal migrants. There's no... Uh, stabbings by illegal migrants. There is no people, homeless people on the streets. We don't have, uh, you know, San Francisco atmosphere on the streets in Warsaw, Krakow, or any other uh, Polish city. It's just beautiful, safe, clean. But we are so afraid that if Tusk government will follow what the leftist governments did to Europe, Poland might be lost. Can you imagine? This government was created 29 days ago, and he already started to arrest and put into the jail some of the members of the Polish parliament. It's no, it's it's absolutely horrific, and it's it's like the media of the world, the leaders of the world, don't even want to talk about it. Stay tuned, folks. MEP Dominic Tarczynski is here with us today. Human Instinct. back human events daily live washington dc folks i gotta tell you for years patriot mobile has been america's only christian conservative wireless provider and when i say only trust me i mean they're the only one glenn and the great team over there have been huge supporters of human events daily and that is why we are proud to partner with them and they're our sponsor for today's episode patriot mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage giving you the ability to access all three major networks which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left 
When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you are sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching so easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or you can upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash POSO. Get free activation when you use promo code POSO. Join me now. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash POSO. That's PatriotMobile.com slash POSO. We're talking with... Member of European Parliament, Dominic Tarczynski, you've seen his interviews. He's on Channel 4. Kathy Newman loves him. Uh, this is all I predicated on the back. I love her to the bits. <laughs> Don't we love her? We love her so much, her wonderful hairstyle. And uh, when, when we look at this situation, two Polish members of parliament, sitting members of parliament, arrested within the presidential palace of Poland. They had been, they, a pardon had been signed by them for, from President Duda. So these guys, they had had some political charges from years ago. A pardon had been signed for them. They heard they were going to be arrested. They said, we're going to go to the presidential palace. We want the courts to hear this out. And then you hear Tusk saying, no, we want them to be arrested immediately. He called it an obstruction of justice, ordered the police to storm the palace in the night, take them uh, They're in prison now. One of them, I believe, is under a hunger strike that we're talking about. Both of them. Both of them now. Both of them. Wow. Both of them now. That's breaking news. Under a hunger strike. Tell me, you know, what is it? Because when we look at when we look at how Poland is today and, and I've visited Poland, I've taken my children to Poland. You and I were there at the 100th anniversary March five years ago in 2018. Yeah, that was November a great 11th. time. We had a great time. Together, that was a Jack. great. Yeah, we have to do it. Again. That was a great, great. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do We'll be there for the 150th March, the 250th, the 200th March will be for every single one of them. And uh what, what people need to understand, I think, about Poland specifically is that you've got a country there where you have major cities that don't have the problems that we have in the United States. You don't have the crime, as you say. You don't have the stabbings. You can walk through the city with your children at night and you'll be perfectly fine. And people think I'm joking when I say this and it's not like a, you know, and, and they want to change that. Why would they do something like this? Well, first of all, because they are depend they are dependent on uh, on very influential globalists' uh, political powers. Tusk uh, was very much supported by Germany. First of all, he was uh, he he is very much supported by uh, Ursula von der Leyen, who is in charge of European Commission now. She's German. Yes, and uh, he had a very very tight connection with with the Germans in general. Uh, most of the German politicians who are in power now supporting Tusk. So he has to pay back politically for this support. If Germany will say, okay, you have to take some part of illegals from Germany because we cannot cope with so many, he's going to do it. That is the problem. Germany was looking for a cheap labor. Uh, Angela Merkel in 2015 decided to welcome uh as many as, as I don't know, about 2 million, I think, uh, in Germany in 2015 only. She was looking for cheap labor, but she found out that they don't want to work. They are looking for social, for, for, for the social benefits. They don't want to work. And then the problem started. The same in, in social Sweden, the same in Spain, the same in uh, France, the same in many countries in Europe. I must say, with stupid policy, with the spineless politicians. And the problem 
is so big in Europe now. I know that your problem with, with the southern border is, 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 is quite big. But what we are uh, having now in, in Europe, it's not um, illegal migration process. It's not illegal migrants flood. It's a replacement for um, in Europe. Uh, they're going to replace us. Uh, if this process will not stop, if we're not going to stop this madness, uh, the replacement pro uh, process will continue, will grow, and will finish with the end of Europe as we know. The problem is so real. I visited a very small Italian uh, island, Lampedusa, uh, 12,000, uh, I think 12,000 uh, local Italians and 20,000 illegals just in three days. I visited the uh, detention center or, or the camp, whatever you call it, for, for, uh, for illegal migrants, uh, 20,000 in one weekend and hundreds of thousands uh, last year. So we are talking about millions. We're not talking about two or three millions. We are talking about tens of millions in, in Europe now. Nobody wants to uh, give us, give you, give the world a data about how many illegal migrants we have now. Thank God in Poland, we don't have it. We we said no in 2015 for eight, for eight years. We had to pay many political fines for our decision to keep Poland safe. We still did not change our uh, voting system. You still have to be registered. You have to be a citizen. You have to have your ID to vote. As we know, many leftists are looking for cheap, free votes for from illegal migration, from illegal well, migrants. Well, here's the thing. Just is, because they and, let and, them in. And so, you know, when Tanya and I go to different parts of Europe, when we've we've done uh, CPAC Budapest and we've, we've traveled, it's you go to some areas... Uh, you you go to the Eiffel Tower and suddenly you're surrounded by people from the Middle East. You go to Italy and suddenly you've got people that are all there from Africa. And, and you go to some of these other areas. You go to Sweden. You go to Sweden and you walk down the street and, and you hear the call to prayer and you hear these, these Muslim and you've slogans. You've got no-go zones. I mean, official and you've got no your no -go -go zones. zones yes. Yeah. And we did well, yeah, our very first uh, documentary there, we did was the no-go zones. There are places uh, yeah, there are cities in Europe where if you don't speak Arabic, you cannot communicate. That is the reality. You cannot buy groceries. You can't, you, you can't function, basically. Not mentioning you cannot win local elections. That's the fact, and that is the data. That is why I'm trying to repeat it every single time when I have a chance to talk about the data and statistics. If you want to compare Poland at the moment with other European countries or America, just Google Eurostat about Poland. Unemployment, the lowest. Crime rate, the lowest in Poland in European Union. Uh, birth rate, uh, women in management, whatever you're gonna Google in not our data, but in European Union Eurostat uh, database, you will find that Poland is number one, is number one. The amount of gold in our national bank is number one in Europe. And they want us to join Eurozone, which means that our gold from also will go to European Central Bank, which is uh, uh, in Germany. Our national gold, our money will go to the Central Bank in Germany. So there is so many plans 
The globalists trying to do what they are trying to do for years. They want to destroy independent countries. They want the one country in Europe controlled by Brussels, which means by Germany, France and others. We are sovereign independent country. Poland was partitioned three times. Poland was not in a map, on the map for 123 years. And our history is over a thousand years of Christian Poland. And now they are trying to take away from us our sovereignty by taking our currency, by the controlling of, of our borders, by the controlling of our taxes, by the controlling of our education. They want to take away from us because in the European Parliament, the new treaty plan, the new treaties are very, very straight about it and very clear. Uh, the uh, European Commission will be in charge of our foreign policy, our borders, our currency, our education, our health. You know, the huge scandal about the vaccine, vaccination in European Commission. And th there is so many ridiculous ideas destroying uh, sovereignty of, of the European countries that I must say that we have very similar processes, political processes, as you uh, have in, in America. When I see the news from, uh, from your show or from your Twitter feed even, I can see the differences. But our process is delayed. I would say in Poland is, is strongly delayed. It's like 10 years, I would say, maybe five from leftist uh, leftist uh, cities in, in, in America. We are, we still well, then what, have they've, a what they've chance. done. We still have a, a, you know, a chance to, to protect and fight for Poland. This is why 300,000 people went out on the streets of Warsaw tonight. As we, we've got about one minute left here, tell us what is the next step for Poland? What should people do if they want to, uh, to help or if they want to understand what, what is going to come next? As, and we look, by the way, the World Economic Forum in Davos is starting up on Monday, their latest summit. Well, what are we going to do from our side as a members of the parliament? We, we're going to uh, spread and we're going to do the open meetings and rallies around Poland. That's number one. We're going to have another um, huge march, uh, probably for about half a million of Poles. We have um, local elections in March uh, for the local uh, governments. Then we have European elections in June uh, for, uh, for European Parliament. So we are in a, in a process of campaigning. That is why I'm starting putting my hat on again, because we want to <laughs> yes. Europe great again and this is not a joke this is serious stuff this man inspired us he showed us the way he showed us what the greatness means it means safety it means it means family it means values it means dignity it means who we are and it means freedom freedom of media freedom of speech freedom of what we Think Amen. who we are. Amen. Let us be who we want to be. Just do not oppress us, you communists. We are free people. This is 2024, and this year will be ours. Free people's year. Amen. Dominic Czarczynski, fiery words from a fiery Polish patriot. Where can people go to follow you? Well, Twitter. 
Twitter is the best way to communicate. You're very welcome, Dominic Tarczynski. And then uh, I'm going to be in Washington in February. And probably I'm going to stay maybe for CPAC. We're going to see. And then March. And I hope uh, human events again. We'll be in touch. We'll be in touch. Thank oh, producers, much. by the way, I'm getting I'm getting breaking news now, guys. Can we blow the can we blow the break here? Because we just heard that Trump is about to speak. He is speaking. Can we can we go to this? Let's go. ...of litigation and all politically motivated. She campaigned on a, I will get Trump. If you've ever seen any of the uh, seen any of her clips, they're horrible clips, actually. The anger. She's got serious Trump derangement syndrome. There's no question about Letitia James, the corrupt attorney general of New York. So we've proven our case. There's not one witness against us other than one person who is a, a deranged. He's got a lot of problems. He's a man who's uh, been convicted of lying. He's a felon, convicted felon, and uh, not a good person. But that's their only witness, and he's now crashed and burned. They have no witnesses. And by the way, that witness took back everything that he said. He took back everything he said in court, took it all back. So they have no case. It's a shame that a thing like this is able to happen. Uh, businesses leave New York. Uh, she went after Exxon, and they decided to move to Texas. And uh, hundreds of millions of dollars they pay in taxes. I paid over $300 million of taxes over the last number of years. $300 million. And uh, they don't recognize that. They don't recognize anything. So not think of it, not one witness millions of pages of document, years of this nonsense, and now it goes on. And one other factor, we won this case already in the Court of Appeals. The Court of Appeals voted in favor of us. But this judge has been very, very slow to accept that opinion because that's not the opinion that he wants. But we won in the Court of Appeals. That's the boss of this judge. He has to know that. And it was a conclusive victory, statute of limitations and other things. And that case has already been won. So uh, that's the story. And I thought we'd come down to 40 Wall Street, which is a great building. And you'd get a chance to see one of the nicest buildings in New York and a convenient place. And I don't have to pay any rent because we have it. And it's been a very successful building. But it's a shame to have to have gone through this for years and years and years. And now we'll see if we're going to get an honest verdict. We didn't have a jury. We had no rights to a jury. It's a statute that's never been used before for a purpose like this. I just watched a certain broadcast and they said, you know, they've been looking, has it ever been used before? This is a statute that's a consumer fraud statute, never been used for anything like this before. And it's a shame. It's, uh, it's really a, uh, it's a witch hunt in the truest sense of the word. It's election interference. And uh, it just came out, I, this was just, Right now, Letitia James visited Joe Biden in the White House numerous times during the Trump witch hunt. And this just came out about 10 minutes ago, I got it. And so it's all, it's all a conspiracy to try and get Biden, who can't put two sentences together, trying to get him into office. So I just want to let you know that uh, we have our best poll numbers, we have the best everything, despite this, and maybe because of this, because the people of the United States, all of those people back there, but the people of the United States really get it. They get it better than anybody else. Yeah, please. Mr. President, do you agree with your lawyers what they said on Tuesday that you should not be prosecuted or could not be prosecuted if you ordered Field Team 6 to kill a political opponent? Well, you're talking about a totally different case, the immunity. I say this, on immunity, very simple. If a president of the United States does not have immunity, 
he'll be totally ineffective because he won't be able to do anything because it will mean he'll be prosecuted, strongly prosecuted, perhaps, uh, as soon as he leaves office by his by the opposing party. So a president of the United States, I'm not talking just me, I'm talking any president has to have immunity. As an example, Biden could come out and you could get him on the border. You could get him on what happened in Afghanistan, a horrible, most embarrassing moment in the history of this country. You could get him on a lot of different things. You could get him at taking cash from countries. You could get him on the prosecutor, not prosecuting his son or the company or whoever it was, Burisma, uh, in, in Ukraine. You could get him on that, uh, where he, it was a quid pro quo, if you remember that. Uh, if they don't drop the prosecutor, we're not giving them a billion dollars of U.S. funds. Uh, if you don't have immunity, you can, you know, I mean, you won't be making any decisions. So you have to have it. And I liken it to the, fa the fact that uh, police have to have their control back. They have to have respect. And you can always have a bad apple. You can always have something happen. But at the same time, you have to, you have to stop crime in this country. It's very much like that. It's very similar to that. But you have to have immunity for a president. And I think most people are seeing that. I've read a lot of legal reports lately and scholarly reports that are saying you really have to have a president of this country has to have immunity or they're not going to be able to function in office. Yeah, Bob? President Trump, we're just days away from the Iowa caucuses. What percentage of your time these days is spent on your campaign? And what percentage is spent on your legal issues? Well, see, my legal issues, every one of them, everyone, civil and the criminal ones, are all set up by Joe Biden, crooked Joe Biden. This is something that's never happened in this country. Even when you look at this, this is all about Biden and her meeting. So even the civil ones, this is civil, they're set up by Biden. Uh, every single, just about, case that I'm involved in is set up by Biden. They're doing it for election interference. And in a way, I guess you'd consider it part of the campaign, because if you really look at it, they are doing this. It's never been done like this in this country. It's like we're a third world country, a banana republic. But every one of the things that you write about are Biden indictments. And uh, I don't know, you know, I just when got a poll. We just had a poll. It just came out and we're leading massively in Iowa. We're leading very big in New Hampshire. We're leading because the people understand this stuff. These are all set up every time somebody sees me in court. Remember, Joe Biden and his thugs that surround him did it. They're trying to get a man in office that can't put two sentences together, and they're doing that. But so far, we seem to do very well. You have the Iowa caucuses Monday, an event in New Hampshire Tuesday. Are you going to be back in court for the Eugene Carroll case on Wednesday? Yeah, well, that's another one that's uh, sponsored by Reed Hoffman and some Democrat operatives. I never saw this woman in my life other than they have a picture with her and her husband, uh, John Johnson, a nice guy who was a newscaster many years ago. I remember him, and she said horrible things about him uh, since. I mean, horrible, horrible things, called him bad names. Uh, I have no idea who this woman is. I have absolutely no idea. The whole thing is ridiculous that this is even a case. This should never have happened. But again, this is sponsored by the Democrats, that's another case, all sponsored by, it's a demeaning kind of a thing, and that's what they want to do. It's called election interference. And yeah, I'm going to go to it, and I'm going to explain. I don't know who the hell she is. I have no idea. They called me up years ago, and they said, do you know about this woman 25 or 30 years ago? She doesn't even know the date, the time, the month, the season. She has no idea. 
And if you read and if you watch, take a look at the Anderson Cooper interview of her. And if you take a look at that, Trump is so innocent, but we have been given a very unfair trial there, too. I don't get very fair trials in New York. Have you made a decision about whether you're going to show up for the federal trial? You've showed up here in New York for your civil fraud trial. You just said you're going to show up for the E. Jean Carroll case. Are you planning to show up in court yeah. when they begin, whenever they begin? Sure, the, the sure. That documents case? I, I would do that. Well, the documents case, I just hear where they want to try and exonerate Biden. And he didn't have the Presidential Records Act, and I do. What I did, nothing wrong. What he did, a lot of people say, substantially wrong. Uh, you can't have two tiers of justice in this country. But no, I want to go to all of my trials. These are all, again, these are all set up by Biden and the Democrats. This is, they are, this is their new form of cheating. This is, like last time, this is their new form of cheating. So far, I think it's gone very much against them. Yeah, please. Uh, yes, during the hearing, No, they took they took the rest of their divisions out. Yeah. I mean, they they left earlier. The the they were treated very badly in New York. You could have had them in New York. They could have been paying a lot of money. Uh, but it wasn't Letitia James's. Oh no, I think uh, if you take a look, you read the case, study the case, you'll see that they took big divisions out after that. They originally left and then they took the rest out. You just said you're going to you could get President Biden on various issues you outlined. I didn't say I could get him on anything. I said he is using the weaponization of the DOJ and the FBI to go after his political opponent. And you just can't do that. Thank, thank you very much. From Trump supporters, Eric Trump there with him. We also had the news, and this was happening uh, just as we were going live earlier with Dominic Tarczynski. Oh, is he, wait, is he coming back? <laughs> he's, hold on guys, if he's coming back for some more questions, let's see what's up. You hear that, globalists? You hear that scum, you communists, trying to take over our lands, trying to take over our people, trying to take our property and our resources, trying to take our culture and our heritage and our religion, it ain't gonna happen. By the way, they said that President Trump, earlier today, and we've got the transcript, I just had this breaking news, uh, as I was saying during the show, as we were about to go live, we were talking to, to um, MEP Tarczynski, that Trump took over the microphone in the courtroom and actually took the entire courtroom basically by storm. The judge asked him if he would uh, if he would agree to only talk about certain questions. And Trump didn't agree. He just started talking. He delivered a fiery statement to Letitia James to her face saying that you should be the one paying me for the havoc that you've wreaked on my company. You are the fraud. You're the one that's defrauding the people of New York. You're the one who's defrauding my company. You are the one that's costing us paying over $300 million in taxes. And now you're wasting my time and you're wasting the people's time forcing me to do this because you couldn't win your governor's race. It couldn't get off the ground. Well, you are going to try to come after Trump, to come after the business, and now the American people can see it for what it is. So that was Trump earlier today in the courtroom. From the patriots of Poland to the patriots of New York, we have the same 
fight. We have the same adversary. This is globalist communism, the global left reaching down in every corner of the world that we can find them. We are going to snuff them out politically and we are going to win. I'm always listening to Human Events with Jack Posobiec. And you've got to listen to this, folks. Jack Posobiec back live, Human Events Daily, Washington, D.C. Listen to this. So this is, um, just read for you the tweet thread, because this is all we have, unfortunately, because they wouldn't let the cameras in, even though this was a state-level case. Uh, we do have a tweet thread from MSNBC. And this is how the MSNBC reporter starts losing it. She starts absolutely losing it with President Trump in the courtroom there. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll just read it. It goes, um, Chris Keist asked for permission to have Trump speak. Engeron, do you promise to just comment on the facts and the law? Trump starts talking immediately without agreeing. This is a political witch hunt. We should receive damages for what they have taken our company through. They have no documents. They have nothing. The only thing they have, Trump concedes, is the triplex, which was a mistake. This is a, what is a document error. I am sure the dollar amount would have been that far off if you want to know. But Trump continues, I'm an innocent man. I've been politically persecuted. The statute is vicious. What has happened here is a fraud on me. The amount of taxes I have paid over this period is close to $300 million. They don't want me here anymore. I have a problem. They want to make sure I don't run again. Trump continues to go on. This is Lisa uh, Rubin from MSNBC. Trump goes on without any interruption from Engron on her team. He's attacking James, accusing her of election interference. You have your own agenda. Trump angrily says to Engron, you can't listen for more than one minute. Engron pleading with Kais, Mr. Kais, Mr. Kais, please control your client. Trump nonetheless accuses James of going after him for her own political gain. She has no control over him. An allegedly failed run for governor at which Engron shutting it down. But it's too late. Everything Trump wanted to say was said. And now having said it, he's left the courtroom after insisting James should pay him for the havoc that he's wreaked on his company. Notably, he answered no questions in the hallway. Oh, it's so good. I wish this is this is what they deprive us of when they don't. This is why they won't put cameras in these things, because every time they put a camera in one of these courtrooms and we can see the truth, you get stuff like that ridiculous courtroom hearing that happened. What was that yesterday, two days ago, where they asked this insane question about SEAL Team 6? Like, oh, well, what if he ordered SEAL Team 6 to assassinate one of his political rivals? And the, the lawyer's like, what are you talking about? This is, I said, something that had to do with specific presidential duties. Obviously, that wouldn't be a specific presidential duty. And then the point he's talk, trying to make is the difference between, uh, obviously, of, of uh, an indictment versus an impeachment. And so, yes, there's a clear difference between an indictment and impeachment. And he's going back at it. And this is, if I could fault the lawyer on anything, what I would say is that he's trying to explain something to her as if she's an adult when he should be talking to her like I, like I am when I talk to my children. And I would say, no, no, I, I love you, but no, that's not how we're going to be doing this, you see, because these are two different things. One of these is an impeachment. The other one is an indictment. So the question you're asking doesn't make any sense. Okay, I love you very much, but you're, you're just really being stupid right now. I don't actually say that to my kids, but that's pretty much how I thought when I was talking or listening to Judge Pan because I was losing brain cells when I was in there. And you think this is why Trump made the response that he did today in the courtroom, just straight straight up mogged the entire courtroom, just straight mogged the entire 
courtroom because he's been sitting there day in day. Keep in mind, he just went, he was in Iowa last night for this time. And on all the decimps, by the way, all the decimps who are like, oh, they're like, Trump is actually getting old. Then Trump is not, uh, he's lost a step. He's lost his fastball. We're not sure if he's able to make it more. So he goes in there to the town hall in Iowa last night. And just gives a tour de force. He's laughing. He's joking. He's interacting with people. He's taking hard questions, asking hard questions, answering hard questions. Um, he has this, this just dominates the room, controls everything. Brett and Martha, I mean, they're just eating. He's got everyone eating out of his hand. He just does. Then he hops on the plane. He flies to New York and he's got to sit there. He's got to sit there in this courtroom with this commie, smug judge, with this commie, smug smirk on his face and his stupid hair this judge has. Do we have a picture of the judge? Can we put Judge Anger on up with his stupid hair? If we have one, you, you got to see this thing. And Letitia James is over there and she's she's walking around like she knows what's going on, like she knows what's up. And then this, of course, after, keep in mind, the Trump was sitting there in the courtroom for all this Yield Team 6 stuff the other day, glaring over at Jack Smith. Jack Smith with his, you know, talk about a guy who just looks like an absolute coomer. That's Jack Smith. Look, here's, look at this guy. Look at his, look, look at the physiognomy, okay? Look at his stupid hair. Look at his little smirk. And we've seen all these little little jokes that he makes. Oh, ha, ha, ha. It's like a, he's wearing a purple shirt running around up there. He loves, he's getting off on the fact that he's got one of the most powerful people in the world in his courtroom. He's getting off on the fact that his name's in, in media, and he's coming across like a complete buffoon. And the problem is the same issue that happens all over the world is that you've got these commie scumbags all over the place and they're on the bench. And look, you know, this is something that Charlie Kirk and I probably are going to disagree on, but I'll say it right now, is that if the only people who are sending their kids to law schools are the far left and the commies, then guess what, boys and girls? That's who is going to become the judges going forward. So we're going to need to be able to find, and P.G. Keenan was talking about this the other day on Twitter, we're going to have to be able to find some way to balance this out. And the only way we're going to balance this out is if we can get our own judges up there. So you got to work backwards. The Brett Kavanaugh's, the Neil Gorsuch, or my own favorite, Sam Alito, and then of course the great Clarence Thomas. I'm not saying that you can make another Clarence Thomas, but I'm saying is you've got to find these people, these talents when they are young. You need to inculcate this, and you need to put them through the system. We need to support them as a movement uh, going to these schools. We need to do the same thing with the teachers, by the way. Maybe I'll talk to Chris Rufo about that. But this idea that you just can unplug from the system and the system won't come after you, I'm sorry, it's, it's just not going to work. So we need a credentialing process. We need all of it because we need to get these commie scum out of there and we need to wipe their stupid little smug grins and smirks off of their faces. And I feel like Bill O'Reilly had a clip earlier today where he's like, I'm done with them. I'm done with these progressives. I mean, get out of my house. If you are willing to just let people be shot on the street, if you're willing to let people be, they're throwing people in front of subway cars in Philly. All right, that's what's going on in Philadelphia, fighting over after you stole a guy's lighter and they're throwing people out and the Soros DAs aren't even doing anything about it. So if you're okay with that, if you're voting for that, if that's the program that you support, I'm sorry. I'm not interested in having a conversation with you. I'm not interested in having a debate with you. I'm not interested in having a, a wholesome discussion. I'm not interested in your discourse. I'm interested in crushing you. I'm interested in destroying you. I'm interested in removing you completely from political power and shutting down 
around your entire agenda before you can come for my family and before you can come for my children. And it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. You will not take this country and its people away from us. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.